Ray and John. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, John. <laughs> Two o'clock in the afternoon. That was a great radio intro there. Good morning, John. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, but this is a podcast. Practicing so, that in the shower. Uh, good morning, John. Uh, <laughs> what so are we talking about today? We're going to talk about F and I. F and I. One of my favorite topics. Is it? Absolutely. Right. Finance and insurance. Right. It's uh, necessarily evil. It's uh, what's. It, What's required? For some of our dealership employees listening, they may not realize that there is an F&I department in, in every dealership because you never see them. They always stay in their office, right? And what I would tell you to look for is usually the, the heavier set guy, somebody my size, because right. they, they sit in their office and they eat breakfast there, they eat lunch there, and a lot of times they eat dinner there because they're working from the first deal at 8 a.m. to the last deal at 10 p.m. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they have somebody go get their food. Yeah. They're and usually they, they running on Red Bull and coffee. Yeah, they typically are not very happy. They're people. grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> grumpy. Why is that, John? You did uh, F and I for a while, right? I did F and I, yeah. And uh, were you were you the grumpy guy? No, I got out of the office some. Okay. I mean, at least an hour a day. Yeah. I remember the first time when I introduced. I, I was customer. usually pretty happy though because of all the money I made. Right. Yeah, they <laughs> do make all the money in the, the dealership. Absolutely. Right below I, the dealer principal is I, the F and I guy. I was in a dealership one time where uh, mistakenly, ha, 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 uh, the general sales manager opened the F and I guy's check. Uh oh. And started screaming, <laughs> "You make more than I do! Oh my god!" <laughs> The F and I guy jerked it out of his hand and said, legal. "If you ever open any of my checks again, I'll sue your ass." So yeah, that was, uh, that yeah, was an interesting uh, unwritten engagement. law. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but they so, do. They make all the money. I was going to say the first time I ever saw one smile is when I they came out to meet my customer before he went into the F and I office. Yeah. and, and he put they on had, a fake smile. Fake smile. Hey, how are you folks doing? I'm going to be the one handling your paperwork, and I was like. Who are you? Right. <laughs> I've known you for two weeks now right. since I started and, working here. And, I've never seen you yeah, smile. I've never seen you smile. All right. So what is the, the role of an F&I? I wanted to talk about, if we're going to talk F&I, let's get down to the basics. Because a lot of people think, well, they do the paperwork. You know, they have to be compliant. They're in charge of making sure we meet all the uh, credit guidelines and things like that. Well, no. An accountant can do that. A controller can do that. Right. What they're there for is to sell product and and to get the deal bought right? right but they think their job is to sell products so they get a bigger check right but their number one priority you can tell i come from the sales end of the background sure. not but I, I i i always felt that i needed to remind the f and i guy that his number one goal is to get my deal bought right right if he could sell some back end and some points too that's great Fantastic. hey more power to you yeah but let's hold the front end gross first. Right. So let's talk about that for a second. What's the difference in front and back end gross? All right. Well, the front end gross is the money we're making on the vehicle, on the sale of the vehicle. Right. Right. Back end is the money we're selling. We're we're gaining by selling products or you know additional absolutely uh, warranty points. Sales, right. Yeah. 
Um, but it, it really is that, you know, give me a way to go mentality, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I, what I always heard about front and back was the front end is right now money, right? right? When that deal is inked, we're going to get paid uh, this amount from the bank. They're going to stroke us a check for 50 grand. And eight of that is profit on the $42,000 we spent on the car. So that's right now money. The F and I money, uh, if the guy pays his car off or refinances it in thirty days, because maybe he only uh, worked with you to to get the zero percent interest, or uh, uh, oh, I, that's a bad example. But no. they, they they do have manufacturer rebates right. for financing with them. So I know I worked with Ford a long time, and Ford would give you an extra two grand off if you financed it through Ford Motor Credit Company. Yeah. But then in, in a month, you could turn around and finance it through your credit union at two points less. Yeah. And you still get to keep the two grand. Right. So, so I think, uh, number one, it's important that the F&I is selling the deal the way that the sales manager structures it. Uh, and, and two, that they are getting the deal bought, right? Yeah. Um, so many times as a salesman or as a sales manager, I heard you got nothing here, right? Go, what, what do I need, sir? Oh, you need to go find a customer because right. what you have here is crap, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> no, so so one phrase I heard that always stuck with me is, is, don't tell me no, tell me how, right? Right. Same thing applies for the customer. Don't tell them no, you can't buy a car. Right. Every deal is doable. If, you know, I don't care if we tell the guy, all right, you're buying a $30,000 car, and congratulations, I got you approved. I need 25000 down, and I'll finance right. the other five. Right? Congratulations, you're approved. Congratulations. Is the important. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Let me so, get your car cleaned up. Just sign right here, and I'll need a check for twenty five grand. Uh, the the Chinese that, payment plan. So and that's that symbiotic relationship between the desk, F&I, getting the deal bought, and, and the salesperson. Right, it really comes down to the give me the way to go. Right, right. He, he can't. We can't get him done on this one. However, if you were on a, a cheaper vehicle up to this amount, okay, great. Hey, great news. I can get you, you know, the vehicle. But let me show you some other ones that, that might fit more into you know what, what would be advantageous for you from a financing. Right, right. And I think that goes back to the deal structure. I think that's what makes takes a. a an average F and I person to a, a great employee that you want on your team. Right. It's somebody that knows that okay, at this credit union, they'll only give 110%, but they approve a 600 beacon. Right. Whereas if we go through this national lender, they'll go 150% for 60 months at 1.9. But you gotta be a bullet. Yeah, you gotta have an 800 credit score. And knowing that, and knowing where to send this guy, um, you know, there's so many F&I managers I ran across in the business that they thought their job was type the credit app in and then check the box for every single lender that's right. available right. and click send. Right? Shotgun that dude yeah, all right. over town. He gets 12 letters the next day. <laughs> Sorry, letters. we were denied. He goes to every other dealership in the in the county and he can't get bought. Why? Oh, well, they already sent you on this other car. Right. So, so I think it's knowing how to structure the deal. Yeah, is, um, is the quality F&I guy. And to back it up even more, you, of course you're going to get those people who come in who are in, in bad financial straits or 
or you're doing, let's say, either sales calls from the sales department or from the BDC, mm-hmm. and people say, well, you know, uh, my credit's not the best. Are you guys going to be able to finance me because I don't want to waste my time? Right. And I say, I love those customers. Oh, absolutely. They come, they come in and sit down and say, can I buy anything? Before we go look. Right. I said, yeah, certainly. Let me yes. fill out this credit right. app with Let, you. Let's go ahead. That's the way you want to take this? Let's, let's absolutely right. work from that perspective. Right. But even just to get them through the door, because they're like, I've been, I've looked for a car before, and they always, you know, send me right. down the road. Right. And I say, listen, sir, we are a preferred lender for over 30 different lending sources. Mm-hmm. And one thing my finance department does very good is find those institutions who are going to look most favorably at your specific situation. Right. They don't just right. look at the score. Right. Not right. everybody's, they're, they, they're all concerned about three things. Right, credit, uh, uh, debt, and income. Right, right. But they don't all weight them the same. Some are more concerned with your income than they are with your credit. Some are more concerned with your credit than they are with your debt. Some are more concerned. So right. we want to find those that are going to look most favorably at your specific situation. Come on in and let us sit down with you and find that institution that's going to work most. You know, it's going to going to work for you. But every deal starts where, John? Starts with finding a car. We can't get you financed on just, you know, the finance. We got to finance a vehicle. So let's find you a vehicle that's going to work for you and also going to work for the lender. Right, right. Well, I think going back to that structure, um, in my tenure as an F&I, uh, part of my job was to to manage those relationships. You know, every day an F&I guy is getting a call or a letter or an email from another lender saying, hey, add us to your list. Um, But I think it's knowing who lends what uh, and what their criteria are, where you might have somebody looking at a a used 2015 car because it's $10,000. Well, that customer has been turned down at three other dealers. What they don't know is that right now, uh, Hyundai Credit is approving everybody on a new car for twenty grand, you know. So you you earn um, when you get that customer approved. The reason I loved them as a salesman, as a sales manager, is if you get them approved, they don't care very much what the price is, right. you know. If, if they get a a brand new car then you've got a friend for life and they're telling their buddies about you and they're coming back to buy the next one. Right. Uh, and it's unusual that a customer will know in advance that they're going to buy a lot deeper on a brand new one right. than they will on a pre-owned. They think right. I'm forced to get a pre-owned because nobody's going to approve me on that $20,000 vehicle. Most I'll right. probably get is whatever the cheapest thing is on the lot. But with the miles and the age, right. there's no way they're getting approved on that. Right. It's got 120000 Nobody right. loans money on that. Right. Yeah. So it's really educating the customer as to, hey, you know, if I could get you on a brand new one, would that interest you? And also, I think there needs to be more communication with regard to what happens in F&I with the sales force. I agree. I right? agree. I, I think we don't have as much, you know, they, they don't want them to talk about the F&I, which I agree. They can't talk about the F&I, right? Regulation Z. Which is, yeah, you, unless you're going to give them all the disclosures, which an a F&I person is going to do, you shouldn't be discussing rate, which you absolutely should not. However, you should be able to have at least the be armed with the knowledge to better facilitate the purchase with your customer because of the knowledge that you have and to 
you know, what's important. Maybe you're saying a little bit of sales training on what happens in F&I and, right. and the fact that, yeah, maybe it's easier to buy a new car than a used one. On a regular basis. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, was, so we're talking, don't tell me no, tell me how. Right. I, I think what you're saying goes back to that is I used to take deals to the desk and say, here's this guy's credit, you know, pull it, tell me what should I show him. Right? What kind of car should we land on? Is there a mileage restriction? Is there a year restriction? Uh, I think that's a very important part of the sales manager's role is to work with F&I and, and to kind of understand those deal structures and those banking relationships to, to be able to tell your salesperson, hey, look, go show him unit 8123B. Right. You know, it's that I've red. Got extra money on that. Right. I can get involved. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or it's a used Tucson, but, you know, it's got very low miles and, and uh, you know, it's a 2018. Right. Now, you're not suggesting that, that we start every deal by saying, well, before we show you any vehicles, here, fill out this credit application. No, but if a guy walks in the door and says, hey, I've got a 540 Beacon, before we spend three hours, can you just tell me if I can buy anything? Right. Well, I'll fill out his credit app, right. absolutely. Then absolutely. Then all you're doing is facilitating in the way the customer is asked to be facilitated. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, that makes sense. Or you take a shot on the first one because the guy doesn't bother to tell you he's a you know, 480, but just says, yeah, I'm looking to buy a car and lets you test drive 16 different ones and <laughs> land him on one that there's no way in hell you're ever going to get him Yeah, I mean, one. I'll and, take a guy out then, there and show him a brand new $50,000 truck. Right. Uh, I don't because uh, you don't know that he can't buy that, right? But right. then we pull his credit, and now it's a sales manager's but, responsibility. But let me tell you, it's a lot harder to get a guy out of the F three fifty King Ranch and put him in a used XLT, right? So you know, don't. I I guess that's a gray area for me. You know, I, it just comes with experience. That's why I think every deal you said it should start with a vehicle. I think it should start with a sales manager to. Right. Right. <laughs> what do you wouldn't, mean, right? You look dejected. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Absolutely. It, ultimately, they need to have that early introduction, mm -hmm. and yeah, and not a flyby, but you know, <laughs> right. actually uh, slow them down, sit them down, get that that manager involved. That, that could be another topic for another day, but I'll never forget. Uh, the see <laughs> watching a sales manager as a. Uh, rookie salesman is bringing a guy he's walking a guy customer to the door and, and he runs over to the desk and says hey this guy's leaving he's going can you come talk to him and he's like no yeah. i don't need to talk yeah. to him no i'm good <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. hey i want to introduce you no no, no i'm good yeah, right. no thanks thanks that's all right yeah. so <laughs> there, better there, luck next time there does need to be and i remember uh, uh hearing uh, um oh what was the guy's name a sales Sam no George it was a, it was a uh, Frank and their family owned a, a bunch of dealerships um uh Hendrix no <laughs> uh, gosh white hair what are you, do I know this person yeah, too yeah okay he does sales trainings I think uh a white hair Joe Verdi no is Joe Verdi a white hair I don't remember. He probably does uh, it, but he's got to be 85 by now, oh, so surely he has white hair, if he has big, any. A big smile on his face. I've already wasted enough time talking about that. Oh. You know who I'm talking about? Yes. What's uh, his name? John? What's his last name? 
uh, something with a Mick in it. His family used to own a bunch of dealerships. I don't know about him. He I just, just does sales training now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, talking to a whole group of new salespeople and mm-hmm. said, uh, let me give you some great news. He said, you don't have to sell anybody. Yeah. Right. That is not your job. Mm-hmm. Your only job is to go land them on a vehicle, give them the value of that vehicle, have them fall in love with that vehicle. And then he pointed to the sales managers and said, you see these guys? It's their job to sell a car. Yeah. You don't have to sell a car. All you've got to do is get them landed on a car and let these guys do their job. And I thought if more dealerships actually function right. with that mentality, right. we we would see more successful dealerships. But unfortunately, we, we, uh, we require... And to circle back around, it's the sales manager's job to to make sure that the F&I is doing their job, which is what? We talked about this a few minutes ago, is to get the deal bought. I don't care what car it is. I don't care what the payment is, what the rate is, what the down payment. I don't care if they need 80% down. Tell me how this customer that's here now can buy a car car. that we have on the lot today. Yeah. Right? Sell what you can see. Don't see what you can sell. Right. (laughs) Right. And, yeah, they need a co-signer. Hey, great news. I can got get you bought. Yeah, I got a, I got a deal approved. The only thing I need is a co-signer. Yeah. Who of your family members would most like to see you get into a new car? Why don't we call them? Every conversation with the customer, when, you, when you've got them sitting at the desk and you go talk to the F&I, you go talk to the sales manager and you come back, every conversation like that should begin with great news, I got you approved. Right. <laughs> right? Now, here's how. We're going to need payment in full. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> right. One lump sum. Well, one lump sum financing. <laughs> right. Absolutely. All right. All well, right. Uh, yeah. So, so, so to recap, let's recap. Yeah, go. Front end versus back end. Yeah. Obviously, F&I guys don't want to hear this, but if if they will remember that the front end is right now money right. and the back end is maybe money, uh, then, then hopefully they appreciate the value of, of getting the deal bought with the front end money intact. Um, but the other thing is, let's structure a deal on something, right? Let's know who to send it to and how to structure it. The, the funniest thing about me or about car deals to me is the way that whether we sell one for 50000 and give you 20 for your trade or sell it for 30 thousand five hundred and give you five hundred for your trade the difference is the same right <laughs> but some banks like to see twenty thousand for the trade because the payoff's 19. right well i've sold a forty thousand dollar car for 50 grand and the customer doesn't care i mean i'll explain it to them but because that payoff is over the trade value so knowing how to structure the deals i think uh that's what we pay the fni people so much for All right, man. Sounds good. Hey, there it is. Another uh, episode on the books.